All right, let's do this. Um, welcome back, Murder Gymnastics, a wrestling podcast. My name is Carl, also known as Mr. Meanie. And coming all the way from Alberta on my monitor screen over there, my buddy Paul. Hello. Hello there. Hello, hello there. Hello there. Is that your lightsaber? Wait, no, no. no. I, <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Ewan McGregor on Long Way Up recently, so uh, it's yes. just very much in my brain. So I saw these weird videos of him and Liam Neeson doing like watching the prequels, but as Force Ghosts or something. It's the weirdest comedy video. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's the two of them. Like they look like they're like on their couches, like they're roommates, but they're both Force Ghosts, and they're like watching like the prequels and making fun of them it's so bizarre it's like <laughs> and it's actually them i don't understand how it must be one of those like college humor shows or like one of those like youtube clips or whatever people that are smarter with computers than us something yeah, like that those people so those people yeah this star wars podcast that we do apparently not <laughs> not wrestling at all this is all star wars all the time murder star wars gymnastics that's right <laughs> cat dads so murder star cat wars dads. gymnastics cat dads now we'll talk about cats so man the podcast empire we will have (laughs) we will control the world (laughs) or you know our households well maybe this room this one spot on the bed right here by the monitor (laughs) yeah it's mine this this chair this chair i'm sitting in you can't (laughs) have it no unless you ask nicely (laughs) god you can tell it's been a while we're kooky we're feeling kooky (sighs) yep man well Well, good to see him yeah, you been too, dude. far too long. It has been too long. There's been a lot of well, wrestling that we've missed out on. Weird, weird thing not to get too sidetracked, but mm. since our last podcast, we've actually like hung out and stuff. So like, that's the weird, weird. thing. Yeah, we were in the same house like sometime, but yeah, after we recorded last time before here, we were in the same house. We live in different provinces for you people out there, 5,000 kilometers apart or 3,000, yeah. 3,000 some odd miles. I might, <laughs> I, I can't do the math on that. Yeah. Far too far away. Someday. Yes. And it seems like that was like a year ago now. So I know it's crazy, crazy. And yet it's only been a month, but still cray cray. And yet Christmas is now right around the corner. What the oh, fuck? Yes, it is. Yeah. Hall- it was just Halloween. I was, so I showed you the pictures online. Um, people don't get to see them. Uh, you can oh, actually you can go to my Instagram and you can see them at Mr.Meany on Instagram. My Macho Man Randy Savage costume done what it was uh, 17 years later from the first time I did it. <laughs> it was pretty fantastic. And there was another Macho Man at the party. What the fuck? How did that happen? It was unbelievable. And and we'll be talking about it later, but not the last Macho Man reference that we'll right? have on this podcast. So funny. It was the year of the Macho Man costume. Yeah. Fantastic. So, yeah. Yeah. Halloween's over. I'm already bummed about that because I love spooky season. It goes for like three months in this house. Actually, it's all year round, really. But for those three months, it's mm-hmm. even spookier. And yeah. like, we we make it like watching regular TV. Nah, it's all like horror movies and just spooky cartoons. And it's yeah, it's 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 like I love Christmas, too. But Halloween is the best season. It's the most fun. Yeah, we get we get really into it in this house, too. Like not as much decorating this year just because life has been busy but yeah we go we try to go full on too and yeah we we enjoy the spooky time of season the spooky season is good stuff yeah. the pumpkin spice god damn it i'm one of those people <laughs> i know you are too I yes love, i am I guilty as charged haters can fuck off i love the pumpkin spice it is delicious 
It's it's oh, it's man. cinnamon and nutmeg. Why is that bad? Why is that bad? Yeah. And I will go to my grave saying that like the nitro cold brew pumpkin Ooh, spice, I know. one of the best things that has ever been in my gob. Like I know, just beautiful. Nitro is a wonderful thing. When you, know, you think yep. about, you're basically taking Guinness, the concept of Guinness, and making a delicious tasting pumpkin holiday coffee espresso beverage. It's just a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful yeah. thing. Oh, sorry, I said espresso, cold brew, both wonderful things. Yes, both things. Both coffee, delicious. The Murder Gymnastics, a coffee <laughs> podcast. Welcome. Today we'll be talking about our favorite blends. No, we're not. I swear we're going to talk about wrestling. I promise. That's it. That's it. Murder we're, gymnastics, where they talk about everything but, but wrestling. Wrestling. Plot twist. Actually, we're talking about these uh, two gymnasts that murdered this guy. It was literally murder gymnastics. It was unbelievable. Ooh, true crime podcast. I like <laughs> there you it. go. We're so canceled. Uh, it's over. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right how about this wrestling thing it's not like we have any wrestling to talk about it's only been a month and fucking everything happened so yeah like there was people snorting cocaine for crying out loud we'll get there jesus christ (laughs) yeah yeah and somehow in my bleary eyes i missed that i just kind of caught it as a throwaway reference but heard all about it afterwards you know we might as well just start there i can't believe that nwa might have screwed up their tv deal that stupid for anyone that doesn't know, Sawin, the NWA pay-per-view event, the Halloween event, they had a spot where people were snorting cocaine. Whether it was real or not, didn't matter. It was it was pretty clear what they were doing, and they had yeah. a pending TV deal with CW that now is uh looks like it's not happening. Looks like yeah. NXT is gonna be. Did you I sent you that article, right? Yeah, you did. Yeah. So well done, Billy Corgan. Like, yeah. what the fuck? All that all that hard work and all that like just all that momentum and just pissing it away for not even a good joke. Not it even was, it was stupid. I was like, I thought it was dumb at the time. I'm like, that's yeah. really stupid. Yeah. So me yeah. too, which is why I didn't I I mean, I watched the pay-per-view in two parts and I was that was one of the last things I saw was that whole thing. And I just thought, oh, they're being a little goofy. And I think might have been Danny Deals made some like offhanded remark or might have been Tim said some offhanded remark. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's probably what they're alluding to. I didn't actually see that. That's <laughs> what they're doing. Like, well, that's just that's just dumb. Like, wait, just, to... just dumb. Just dumb. Yeah. So we can yeah. we can start at the NWA. Uh, we're going to have some fun wrestling chat here. We'll We'll keep it chill. Keep it casual. But so that pay-per-view was good. It wasn't my favorite NWA pay-per-view. I found it no. really kind of sloppy. It was a very messy show. Too many gimmicks, so many just weapons and like the the clown match with all the like the boxes with nothing in them. It was like yeah. So and like the round tables match with the crowd chanting, "That one's not round." Like they had <laughs> they had they had to slam them through a round table, not a square table. But they must have used like. 10 square tables before they got to a round table there was, was only bizarre. by my count there was only one round table there was one round ra- too yeah so yeah uh, yeah not the best like there were some okay matches mixed into the into the mix but i'm glad i i glad i didn't pay for that one um <laughs> it was not the best pay-per-view it was very sloppy very messy um the like too many things happening without it's not like this is WWE with like nine cameras and a million replays. There was just like matches with chaos happening everywhere 
and I didn't know what I was watching and nothing, nothing clean was happening. No, like big, big moves and stuff. It was mostly just like whacking with sticks and stuff. Like it was, it's just, yeah, it was pretty ugly. So, yeah, I would honestly say this is probably my least favorite NWA pay-per-view that I've watched. And I, I did fork out the money for it. I mean, it. NWA pay-per-views are never super expensive. So I think I dropped yeah. 21 bucks on it. So whatever it is what it is, but yeah. I, and I agree. I was thinking that afterwards, like I'm not always the biggest fan of gimmick matches anyways. So you've got a card full of gimmick matches and it's just kind of like, all right, well that's okay. The next crazy thing. Oh, right. Okay. Now the next crazy thing, like I will say, Nestled, you you nailed it. Nestled in all this wacky craziness was a legitimately great match between Colby Carino and Joe Alonzo. Yes, the the light heavyweight match that was the was great. Yeah, that was like the only good match of the night. Really, the main event was good too, but not. Yeah. It, but I was kind of tired of the whole thing at that point. So yeah. Um, but you're right, Colby too. Carino match. That was that was an excellent, fun match. Good spots. Good finish. I don't think there was gimmicks in that where one, was he there? jumped. No, like they fought through the crowd a little bit. Cody oh, yeah. Carino jumped from like the top of like a doorway, like in the right. like false count anywhere in yeah, the yeah, stands. Yeah. yeah. And so that was crazy, but they worked it well. And yeah. we've seen matches with these two before and they work well together. And so I knew it was going to be a decent match, but yeah, it was in my mind by far the match of the night. I agree. It was, yeah, agreed. The main event was was like it wasn't a bad match. EC three. I figured he would probably still win. He hadn't been champion yeah. long enough, so um, and he's not bugging me as much as he did before. I think he's adjusted his gimmick just enough that he he's doesn't annoy me now. Because yeah. he like these these are wrestlers. Like any of the stuff you've seen them do is not them. They're all trying these characters to see what works. So that other guy, it just didn't work for me. And so it's I think it's he's he's rediscovering himself it's working it's fine fine tuning it yeah yeah and i think tom latimer's time is coming though so because you're right he comes out dressed as macho man uh camille is elizabeth it was just like yeah this is so Chef's fantastic yes oh and they both looked amazing oh yeah he even had the trunks with the three stars i also had the trunks with the three stars but he, <laughs> but he didn't have glowing black lights my crotch was glowing all night it was fantastic it was amazing <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, people just kept pointing it out. I'm like, yeah, you're talking about my crotch again. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Um, <laughs> nothing so yeah. wrong with that. <laughs> no. So yeah, basically that Matt. Yeah, the whole pay per view was kind of a mess. And yeah. really, now you just put the stamp of the stupid cocaine spot that cost them a TV deal, and it's like, wow, that pay per view was a disaster, Billy. A yeah. disaster. Well, and sometimes we always wonder if they're kind of just figuring things out on the fly and this pay-per-view exemplified that like i don't know what your impression was coming into this but the build-up for it which i must say they actually had good build-up to this pay-per-view yeah not like yeah some of the once. ones in the past totally. but to me and maybe it's just me misunderstanding it it sounded like i was expecting father james mitchell to be hosting the night and <laughs> i know but he had some weird like appearance at the beginning and then he showed up doing cocaine and might have had one other short spot and that was it and i'm like oh no, i i was just kind of under the impression he was going to be kind of the the host of the night yeah like the ringmaster of a circus basically i thought he'd be out there yeah. before each match and like sort of like appearing in different 
uh, parts of the arena and yeah. backstage doing like vignettes or something, but no, it was yeah. no, not at all. It was a little <laughs> underwhelming. So yeah, but still good, still good match. A few good matches in there, sure. like the women's tag belts. That match was yeah. fun with Natalia Markova, yeah. and I at this moment can't remember her new tag partner's name no nope, but dressed as harley and joker <laughs> yeah and you know they were that was fun and that was a decent match but yeah just way too many shenanigans and it's just oh, yeah. it gets lost if there's just every match is that so so i'm yeah, really disappointing. I'm, I'm hoping that that it's not as bad as it seems with the cw or they have some other plan so it sounds like mm. the cw has agreed to, to put them on the app and not mm. on television, but I don't see how that's an improvement from like, they were trying to get off of being on like just YouTube and being on actual television. I get it. They want the, the revenue stream for the advertising and all that stuff, or they want to be, because WWE is on regular TV, AEW is on regular TV. So I think they just kind of want to get in there with the big boys, but mm-hmm. If they're just on the app, I don't know if their subscription, if they're going to see the numbers that they're hoping for. I, it's not going to have the impact of like being on, a, like I don't watch re- uh, network TV anymore, but I get that yeah. it's advertised during other shows. It's advertised during sports, all that kind of shit. So, and if yeah, they lost that, I don't know, especially if, if WWE just comes in and takes the, the television spot. Well, you got to imagine yeah. they'd be on the app too, wouldn't they? If WWE is going to be on the television network, they would be on the app. So most work that way we're exactly that like we've got a couple television apps where it's just essentially a network and yeah any show that they show that is on that network you can watch it typically a day or two later so yeah exactly like how many people are going there searching for two wrestling shows we'll see if they if this even happens now we'll we'll wait and see because i noticed the new season is starting on youtube this week the episodes of powers it's advertised yeah so We'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe they've just blown it. <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah. So. Well, and it it's it's interesting because I caught a couple of weeks ago, like on Mondays, they do kind of a uh I think it's an hour-long chat or whatever now. And it's right. that podcast that they're linked with. And they were talking about something really interesting that I thought, oh, okay, well, that's cool. They launched kind of like a, a farm team promotion in cleveland and it's actually branded nwa and so it's almost like they're re-establishing territories but kind of developmental Uh, oh that's interesting yeah and i thought that's a really cool smart idea so i'm all over that and they said it's the first of a couple that they want to do so yeah Hmm. if they launch like a couple developmental promotions which we've seen them work in conjunction with some of these other like more local based promotions when they travel which has always been fun and it kind of gives you an idea of what other talent is out there so well before ring of honor fell apart and then got bought by aw they were partnering with ring of honor all the time the pay-per-views they would just have ring of honor guys show up and titles were defended from from both shows on each other's shows and stuff so yeah, that'd be cool if they if they sort of got like the old territories thing, that sort of attitude of the the different promotions all sharing talent and all performing on each other's shows. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. But at least that's some positive news. Yeah. If they don't blow it <laughs> up their nose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, Billy Corgan. 
Yeah, he's going to get snowed under. Just when I thought he was starting to figure shit out. Because yeah. actually, that he actually, one of his, he was actually one of the best moments of the pay-per-view. His promo, right. when he was yelling at Matt Cardona, because mm-hmm. Billy Corgan's promos are usually pretty terrible. I actually find him really awkward. He's just mm-hmm. an awkward man. But I liked that promo. He He changed the way he, he was yelling into his mic and he seemed really like, Instead of being all like swarmy, because <laughs> he can be a little swarmy, he was like, he seemed really pissed off and angry. And I actually mm-hmm. kind of bought it. I was like, I could, t- you know, he's not really angry, but I, 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 he was, I was buying what he was selling. And it actually, like, that was the best promo I think he ever did was that yep. five minutes of screaming at Matt Cardona. So, yeah. Well, and I'm glad you mentioned Matt Card- Cardona because he was a bright spot of that pay per view, too. I was yes. so glad to see him because. I mean, I, I understand the nature of his work as he floats in and out of a bunch of different promotions, but I was worried with the last appearance that we saw that that was going to be kind of it for him I know, with NWA. So I'm really glad that that is not the case. So I'm still curious to, if he's if he's going to make the jump to WWE at some point because his wife's doing so well there now and everyone like fans all want him to go back. But it's whether he wants to, because he's he's been on this run of like being the indie king and and kind of it it would be kind of hard to be the big fish, it would be the small fish in the big pond again, because he's mm-hmm. kind of like he is the king of the indies and he can kind of call his shots and do whatever he wants. He's in and demand have all the time. Yeah, yeah. He, he he always looks like he's having a great time, mm-hmm. even when he's got shit sticking out of his face because people have smashed <laughs> bulbs into his head and stuff. Hey, some. People, crazy. some people like that kind of thing. Crazy sons of bitches. Yep. <laughs> you are not wrong. Looking at you, John Moxley. Good Lord, <laughs> dude. Um, yeah. So anyway, NWA. Yeah. The pay-per-view was a fail. The TV deals a fail. Power was looking good and hopefully stays consistent. Mm-hmm. And we'll see. We'll see what happens with those guys. Cause they're, yeah. it's definitely not boring being an NWA fan. They, they keep things very interesting. It's it's a little bit like a roller coaster, and there's that little like that little internet meme of Billy Corgan on the roller coaster, <laughs> yep. and we're all on it with them. Yep. Um, speaking of NWA, so our former alum uh, doing well elsewhere. So you saw that Nick Aldis is now on SmackDown, general yes. manager of SmackDown. That was That's such so a surprise great. to me when he both my wife and I popped because we we knew he had been working with them as a producer, but. That doesn't. That happens. The wrestlers do that all the time. They go around and they they help out or they get temporary. It's all temporary jobs. I did not expect to see Nick Aldis walk out in a suit on SmackDown. It, it, I actually was almost speechless. I wasn't because I probably screamed, but I was like, <laughs> it, I did not see that coming. And he's, yeah, he uh, he's so perfect for that job because he's just like he's confident when he talks. He he's got that like attitude. Like he always. Looks like he knows exactly what's going on. He's in charge. Like he just, he has like a boss kind of presence all the time with like a smile Mm -hmm. on his face. And he's never really mad. He's always like not out of control mad. He's just got this like, I don't know. And he's built like a cartoon character. Like he's so wide up top. His (laughs) shoulders are, he's just, he's just a, you know, he's a big menacing guy, but with a nice smile on his face. And I don't know, he's perfect. Well, I love it. A well put together monster. Yeah, exactly. So I love that he's there. He's doing a great job. Like he, it's not like he's on TV that much. General managers just come out every once in a while and control the talent. Book a match here, book a match there, and 
you know, I, he might get in the ring at some point. I, I've kind of predicting that he's uh, that they're going to build towards a a feud between Raw and SmackDown, and the two general managers will actually have a have a match because Adam Pierce, former NWA world champion, is the general <laughs> manager of Raw. So oh, we could have we have two NWA former NWA world champions uh, uh, going at it as they you know they can go in the suits, tear off their suits, and that's where you see their sideshow or sideshow uh, groundskeeper <laughs> Willie massive builds beneath well and that's one thing that I, i'm really hoping that in ring days aren't behind him because like he's been wrestling recently in in uh impact and well he met he wrestled just... two days before he debuted on smackdown so Did he's he? definitely not yeah. yeah two days before so yeah so i mean he's no spring chicken but that guy he is he is in phenomenal shape like, well, and he's got and he's got crazy. lots of years ahead of him. If Ric Flair is going to wrestle again at seventy three, then or seventy four, uh, then uh, they think all this could keep wrestling for another thirty years. He's good. He's good. Uh, lots uh, of time. Uh, Sorry, did, yeah. I seg- did I segue there to a nightmare conversation? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who wants to watch Ric Flair die in the ring? Uh, Me? No, I, not really. I want to remember Ric Flair as the Nature Boy, not you know the dead Nature oh going. God. Back to Nature Boy. So we'll cut. We'll come back to WWE. But yeah, I got to talk about this because when I heard that he was signing with AEW, I thought it was one of those like deals where he would be showing up on Dynamite and coming out as a, like a a host of a pay per view and and at ringside with Arn Anderson and and oh, God forbid maybe a little pushing and shoving during a moment because he's Ric Flair going woo. Yeah. But when I heard he was kind of like what a, they do with Jake the Snake from time like to time, like Jake he's... the Snake, yeah, yeah. But when I heard that he was signing a deal for two years and that he wants to have a match against Sting, my face just went in my hand and I went, oh, my God, no. No, Rick, don't 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 die on national television. Don't do it. Like, well, and oh, who's God. who's asking for that? No one with those two people no in one. 2023. Oh, my like, God. I like Sting, but that guy cannot really move that great no. anymore. Like he's. He's okay in the right kind of match, but he's typically paired with like Darby Allen or like it's he he's not in like an intense rivalry. He's just kind of shows up and does his thing, which is what it should be. I'm pretty sure with, with Sting's career right now, he's reached the point where he can make it look like he can still go as long as he's in there with someone that really can go and they can like make him look really good. And then you mm-hmm. could, it's no problem. But he can't be the guy making somebody else look good right now. Like, no. And and, oh. and in a match at this stage of their careers between Ric Flair and Sting, who's making who look good? Like, right? that's so. Oh, oh anyway, boy. I heard that news. And, and like, you see, like, I, I love you, Ric Flair, but you see pictures of him as like, dude, you, you are, you're an old, you're an old man. Like, I, I don't mm. want to insult the guy, but 74 is, 10 years past retirement it's it's it, well you're frozen you're frozen mm. you're, you're frozen is it me or yeah it you me? froze but you're good now no you no you froze you froze no you froze you froze <laughs> i know you are but what am i yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> i haven't even been drinking i'm drinking water tonight <laughs> I, I i i cannot uh attest otherwise it is a wednesday that's okay so. <laughs> I'll drink. I'll drink for both of ours. Yeah, you should pour for another one of... for me. Yeah, I really should. And it's uh, blackened. 
by Metallica. So there uh, you go. Blackened is the end. I'm not going to start singing Metallica. I promise. I'm not that guy. No. Well, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. I got my Cactus Jack shirt on here. Oh, nice. I didn't yeah. even see that in the darkness. Nice. Yeah, I know. So dark over here. Yeah. I was going to uh, cosplay as Cactus Jack for Halloween, but I didn't have the red plaid. I could have still pulled it off, but without the red shirt, it, it you're just really half-assed in your costume, and I didn't want to be that guy. Because <laughs> I got the wig. You'd love, maybe. I thought about, I wanted, I'd love to go to a theme, like a wrestling themed party and do all four, like come out, keep changing and coming back in as all four. Or That'd go awesome. with three buddies and each one of you is an iteration oh, so... of Nick Foley. And, and you could all set, do the Spider-Man, you could just be pointing at each other. Oh, oh. Him, him, you, him, him. <laughs> oh, man. We don't get sidetracked at all. I was about to get more sidetracked going, that makes me think of Spider-Verse, Across the Spider-Verse, and how good that goddamn movie was. I'm still excited about that movie. Just saw it a couple nights ago. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, but we won't go there. This is a a podcast about murdering and gymnastics or something. Something like that. Murdering gymnasts, as we established earlier. That's right. Not that we condone that. (laughs) No. No, we're crazy tonight. Back to WWE for a second. Uh, NWA alum, uh, LA Knight, uh, i.e. Eli Drake, is uh, is having a hell of a time. He's having a hell of a run right now. And we, it was as exciting as like a Rams playoff game, having him fight for the world title at Crown Jewel. We were, Margo and I were nervous. We were watching the pay-per-view. We were both like, I was like, I feel tension in my gut. <laughs> you know, I, I knew he wasn't going to win, but I still like the possibility of him winning. Like if they yeah. wanted to surprise me, I would have fucking been so surprised. It would have been amazing. So I just I knew he wasn't gonna win, but boy did he represent. Like he looked so good. And it really looked like because they had to steal it from him. Like Jimmy had to, Jimmy Uso had to come down and steal it for Roman Reigns. So it really made LA Knight actually look better. It made him look like he owned the match, was gonna win the match, and then they had to cheat just to survive. So yeah, it was it was so great to watch. I'm so happy for the guy. And I showed you that video. Everyone in the crowd had yeah signs. I know they hand those out, but you, you don't have to hold them up. You only hold them mm-hmm. up if you actually care, right? So it was awesome. It was so great. Yeah. Well, yeah, you sent me that one picture when Nick Aldis came out and uh and e- Eli I was there. I, I call him Eli because that's when I was watching oh, yeah. him the most. But yeah, LA Knight was there too and it just brought this huge 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 grin to my face seeing you know two two performers that i absolutely love and adore finding success i mean that's all you can ask for oh big time so yeah it's incredible like ellie knight's as big a wrestler in the world as anyone like he's as big as mgf he's as big as anybody it's just incredible so yeah i'm so proud of well and when you're at other shows and people are chanting yeah like right we i saw that i can't remember if i saw a sign or some i think it was a break in the action at Wayne where somebody would was chanting yeah i'm like yep you know you're over when people at other promotions are either referencing you or chanting your chant yeah it's he's definitely um like we're loving we, you know we're enjoying a lot of what's going on in wwe right now with like judgment day and like sammy Zayn, we're always on board with but it's it's and you know i'm a huge eo sky fan but it's all about la night and i just hopefully this isn't something that like runs its course i'm hoping that 
you know, down the line at some point he can actually get a title put on him just to, it would kind of like justify the whole thing, like make it like, then people couldn't go, yeah, see, I told you it was just a flash in the pan. Like, I, mm-hmm. I hope that they, they will respect him enough to like, at some point, at some point they got to take a belt off of somebody because they really are on a run in WWE of like title reigns right now. Gunther like over a year, Rhea Ripley over a year, uh, Roman Reigns like what fifty years, and Seth Rollins it's oh, what's he had it for like six months or seven months. It's been like no one's dropping the titles right now, so which is I like that, but also at some point it's gotta it, it just has to happen <laughs> just for variety. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see. I guess you could say the same with AEW because MJF's been champ for for quite a while now, so. Even though Jay White literally stole his belt, <laughs> so <laughs> which threw me for a loop. I like the first MGF, time I saw that. So I like MGF a lot, but mm-hmm. this is twice in a row that there's been stupid stories involving his title. I don't like when they steal title belts. I think it's dumb because it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Like you you can't just especially if they have a match for him to have to win it back. What? But he's champ though. Like, can't shouldn't AW? Shouldn't Tony Khan just take the belt and give it back to MJF? Like, th- it doesn't make. I hate these stories where they steal the title. It doesn't make any sense to me. Bugs me. So I love Jay White, but he walked out with mm-hmm. the title, and I was like, "What? Like, what did I, yeah. I? What did I miss? I was like, "Fuck what?" So yeah, I had the same moment. I was like, "Oh, that's huge! How did I not hear about it?" And then yeah, the commentators explain that yeah, he stole the belt. I'm like, ah. Yeah. This is where we're going with it. I don't mind those storylines as much as you do, but yeah, it it really depends what they do with it. But it's just I'm, like it's like childish like schoolyard stuff, and it doesn't really like for me. It does doesn't make any sense. It's like, but yeah. you're still the champ, so who cares? Just yeah. why don't you just make come down with a cardboard belt? It doesn't matter. Like you're still the champ, right? So, <laughs> yep. Which is that's what MGF should do is come down with a cardboard title. Be like, doesn't matter. You still didn't beat me, or I don't know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. If you were in charge of that shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm a mile behind on AEW. So you, uh, there's no spoilers. Uh, I haven't watched much. Um, Ed, you think Edge being back, or sorry, Adam Copeland being over there now, I'd be watching, but I just, uh, I haven't had time. There's been life, and uh, I also watch 10 hours of wrestling a week anyway. Have you been watching it? Yeah. Do you watch Collision? I'm. A couple weeks behind, I feel like as of this Saturday, but I'm trying to catch up because I don't have. Yeah, life just gets busy, and I'm. I, it seems like I'm always playing catch up, but yeah, I do yeah. really enjoy Collision. And I mean, I know we've said it before that. Yeah, I, I, I as much as I would love to watch more AEW, I'd love to watch New Japan. There's just not enough hours in the week to know, to keep up with it all. So I did. What I'm trying to do now is like hear about a great match from a show and go back and find that match and just watch that. Cause like yeah. I heard like, so apparently Kenny Omega and MJF on collision, I think it is last week. Like that's a pay-per-view match. It was oh, on wow, collision. Yeah. So, oh, wow. and I, I don't know the results from it, but I, all I heard is that it's like, you got to see that match. I'm like, okay. So I, that's a match I need to go out of my way to make sure I see that one. Maybe it's on daily motion. I know that's not yeah. legit, but I don't care. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe I can find it somewhere because I do want to see that match. I don't like missing the the really classic matches. I just don't have time for for. <laughs> I never even watch like NXT has actually gotten much better. I just don't have time. I don't have time yeah. to watch it. So yeah, I am liking that they seem to be, and and I get it because you've got different shows 
shows and it takes a little bit for you know you to establish footing on a new show but i am liking that you're starting to see some of the performers that were kind of strictly on dynamite on wednesday they're now making their uh, way to collision like you're yeah. you're you're seeing some more of the mainstays on there so i'm really liking seeing adam copeland on there he's doing some fun things um they've had a lot of title changes like ftr actually lost the belts i saw that they yeah. lost yeah, they lost the belts, which I kind of had a feeling might be coming. And they, not that they telegraphed it, but even walking to the ring, they're like, oh, these guys are so hurt and banged up from their title run. And then they're uh, yeah. fighting Ricky Starks and Big Bill. Big Bill, and, yeah. Yeah. And they won. Um, I feel you like the women's title has changed. I a, think it, a, few it, times. a couple times. Yeah. 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 Christian Cage is now the legit champion. Right. He actually, he can say he actually is in Luchasaurus. That's right. That's right. (laughs) So, yeah, they're doing a lot of fun things. I am behind, but I'm still really enjoying what I'm watching. It's just finding the hours in the day to actually watch it. So, I know. um, There's certain performers that they just get you, like House of Black. They're just, they're starting to come into prominence again. They're being major players again. And, yeah, I'm really enjoying that because seeing them live really won me over. So yeah. Oh, totally. I'm I'm, oh, I'm really, still contemplating. Really they're coming in December. They're doing Collision and uh <laughs> and Battle of the Belts and they might be filming Dynamite too. It's like two nights in a row of filming. Oh, wow. Two, yeah, two shows in a row. Um and I actually looked in the like the ticket prices weren't terrible. So mm-hmm. uh like 40 bucks for lower bowl but up up high like the back mm-hmm. back part of the lower bowl but 40 bucks that's 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 nothing so and they've got massive screens for replays yeah. for anything that you're gonna miss and well, we'll see miss, so i'm a little leery of the live wrestling shows now since i got covid at the last one so oh, i can't imagine why <laughs> yeah damn strangers but, yeah but uh yeah eddie kingston's killing it as far uh, yeah. as i've watched anyways he's still got he's got two titles right now that's right yeah, because he's New Japan, one of the New Japan belts right now. Yeah, New Japan Strong Champion, and then yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, and he just he just gives everything for every match, yeah. like it's a slobber knocker, and yeah, he's just he just when he talks, you just believe everything he says. It could be a bunch of bullshit, but he just he sells it. Like it's I think crazy. he's telling the truth. I think when he's talking about stuff, I'm like, yeah, this. Especially like the upsetting stuff. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I think this this is the hard times, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This well, too too real when he's speaking. Yeah, drawing on real life. That's for yeah. sure. So, yeah. yeah, there's there's a couple big uh, title changes. Russell Dream was really good for the most part. I enjoyed it. Some really good matches there. Nice. That was the last pay per view I yeah, watched. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so that's right. Um, yeah, and one of my favorite tag teams, which I mentioned on here, might have been last show, Aussie Open. They're finally, they finally made their way over to AEW, so it's good to see them, although one of their members is hurt, so what do you do? The the other guy is just wrestling singles for now, that's, so... That's how it goes. That's, that's, that's half the business, is is dealing with the, especially in tag team wrestling, is dealing with your partner being out, oh, I guess I'm a singles guy for a little yeah. while. Yeah, and that's what they're doing. So, but yeah, that's that's the life of a tag team. So, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I love the news that um, CM Punk just to change gears for a second here. Do you hear that he reached out to WWE? 
No. Yeah, and then Triple H said, no, nah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it made me really happy. It just, like, I figured that we were just going to hear nothing. It was just not going to happen. But the fact that he actually was like, um, can I come back and play? And they were like, yeah, no, the bus the bus is full. We, we got to go. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Sorry. I, like, Sorry, Phil. You just don't get the hint, Phil. You're, does not you're get locker the hint. room cancer. People don't like you. <laughs> You, maybe you screw things up. Maybe he can go join TNA when they come mm. back. Did you hear about that? The name change coming for Impact Wrestling in the new year? They're going back no. to TNA Wrestling. It's the uh, return. Yeah. I I actually think that it's kind of fun to go yeah. back to because that's what they were, that their roots. And I think the jokes of the TNA part of it, like people used to make fun of the name. I think those yeah. are kind of in the past. I don't think anyone cares about that anymore. So I think they can I don't want to see the six-sided ring anymore. It looked kind of like you're watching American Gladiators or something, which I like yeah. American Gladiators. I don't want to watch wrestling American Gladiators. It doesn't really, yeah. doesn't work. Even though there were some amazing matches, I did see some incredible replays of just bonkers moves off cages into those rings and stuff. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to be interesting to see what happens if they can. Impact has been doing great work for the last like two years and really no one gives a shit like no one's watching when you watch their live shows like i I see clips there's really no one in the crowd it looks like nxt uk during the pandemic there's nobody in that crowd their matches are great and have like lots of good talent there it's it's like they have everything except i don't know i guess the the promotion the the they're not getting the push from anyone so maybe the name change might get them a tv deal i don't know what their plan is but it can't hurt well, to make a change. So, and I mean, they're on DAZN, and I always number one, I forget they're on DAZN, but it's also that matter of like we discussed earlier. Like, I'm having troubles staying up to date on promotions that I legit follow. I I can't add another one, and they do a really good job of. They have a catch up show beforehand. Oh yeah, and, they do. Yeah, yeah, which is really good, and it's only I think forty forty five minutes. So you catch up. It tells you everything you need to know about the matches and everything. They even have like one or two dark matches, and then. And, they go into their show. So I watched a couple weeks and I thought, yeah, this is this is a solid promotion I could get behind this, but fell off because of life and whatever. So yeah, I yeah. hope they have success because everybody wins when there's more competition out there. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. I basically want them all to do well so that when people have to move on from one promotion or another, there's somewhere else that they can go and and do well. So if we can have five or six thriving promotions going on at different levels all with TV contracts and all like, you know, you can, it's, it's not like you're working for 50 bucks and, and breaking your neck. If you actually like earn a living as they say, then, then good for everybody. So. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's about all I got in the ketchup. What do you think? Do you, do you got any other nuggets? No, I think that's really, really about it. Just a lot of fun stuff and probably forgot a lot of fun stuff that I watched that, <laughs> in the moment was like yeah i'm gonna talk about that but that was a month and a half ago man yeah i know nobody I wants know. to hear that so yeah no i think this just a good catch-up session lots of fun wrestling so oh, yeah i think uh my my push this week is gonna be um for the return of of the pirate princess carrie sane is back in wwe she she was wrestling there before the pandemic i was so blown away she's this Japanese wrestler, she does this. She does an elbow off the top that rivals Macho Man. It is so spectacular to watch how she does it, and her gimmick is great. Her costumes are awesome. And then the pandemic hit. She went back home 
as you do. She went back to Japan and she's been wrestling in stardom there because that's where she's that's her home that's where she's from so but i knew she wanted to come back especially with the success of oscar and and uh and eo sky the, the friends they've they've all wrestled together she she came back she was on the the she showed up in the middle east at the pay-per-view uh in saudi arabia and uh nice. her and eo sky are are uh I, I think they're gonna be a team so the only good things will come from this because she's so talented she's a high flyer she's uh she's got a mean attitude and yeah so she's my push this week. It was very exciting to the the women's division in WWE just trumps AEWs. It's not even close. I'm not bashing the women in AEW. There's some the small pocket that they have is great wrestlers. It's just not a big enough division, and they don't feature them nearly enough. Who's your push this week, Paul? Uh, I have a few pushes actually. Uh, a couple I've already mentioned, so I'll go go over them really quick. Aussie Open on Collision. Super happy about that. Uh, Eddie Kingston, king of promos, like that guy. I can oh, just yeah. listen to him talk for hours. I'm glad you mentioned female performers, and actually, funny enough, somebody that's really been impressing me a lot the last little bit is Tony Storm in AEW. Like, I love this uh, kind yeah. of dewar, kind of forgotten, <laughs> you know, celebrity shtick she's going on, and just kind of this air of arrogance. It it makes me laugh every time like i just giggle and i i'm, I'm glad to see she's having fun with it totally. and yeah and it's so I'm, different than anything she's done before she's never been yeah. anything like this character so i'm really i like that she's having a chance to just have a good time have a lot of fun and she's got great comedy timing and delivery totally. so yeah it's great but yeah. my big 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 push it's not a performer it's a place Ooh. I went to the Hitmen Bar. Oh yeah. <laughs> we went to a concert a couple of weeks ago and it right by the Saddle Dome here in Calgary, the Hitmen Brett Hart opened up a bar about a year and a half ago, I want to say. And I hadn't had the opportunity to go until just a couple of weeks ago and it's everything you want it to be. They've got wrestling playing on the TV. They've got old classic wrestling wrestling on some tvs they've got if if there's live wrestling or a recent wrestling pay-per-view they've got that going on like when we were there it was nxt halloween havoc playing on the tv nice. so that was fun cool. but the bar itself it's got like it's just the walls are covered in old like those old school promotional posters, black and white posters. And just looking through the names on these posters is phenomenal of like the people that wrestled. And they've got a, they've got a trophy case of legit trophies that he's won through the years, but also his belts, like stampede wrestling belts, WWE belt. Yeah. Those pictures you sent were cool. Yeah, it's yeah. phenomenal. And we have another concert coming up this weekend and we're going to be going there again. And I can't wait. It's just nice. he's my favorite wrestler. So <laughs> to be in a bar that's owned by him and the the beer and, and some of the cocktails are themed after him or nice. just wrestling in general. It's just a super fun place to be if you're a wrestling fan. And I mean, I went there with my buddy Ivan, who's a wrestling fan, but even our wives, which... I mean, Melanie, my wife, she's she's a casual fan. She enjoys wrestling at times, but yeah, she, she just had a blast. So yeah, I loved it. I can't wait to go back. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. my big that's my big push. Love it. So yeah, my tap out this week is gonna be the 
the what chant from the fans in WWE and anywhere in wrestling. Just fucking stop it. I hate the what chant so much. It People that are doing it think they're having fun doing it. They don't realize that they're ruining the moment when they're doing it. They're actually ruining the promo that the wrestler's trying to do. They're making it hard on the wrestler to finish what they're doing. And I hear wrestlers all the time now trying to beat the stupid what chant by changing their cadence and mixing up the way they do it. But just because you hear a gap in, th- in in the sentence, that's not your excuse to say what like a moron. I'm serious. Mm. I'm so sick of it. I watch these, especially wrestlers that aren't very good at promos or that are learning to do promos. The what chant just destroys them. Just knock it off, people. It's the worst. I can't. People are holding signs up now on Raw going, stop with the what chant. Like people are just like, just knock it off. It was funny when Stone Cold brought it up. <laughs> they started it, but mm-hmm. we're not there anymore. And it's just, it shouldn't, in 2023, we shouldn't still be listening to people screaming, what? In between what everyone says. It just fucking pisses me off. <laughs> it drives me crazy. This is a serious tab out, man. I have had <laughs> enough of the what chant. People need to knock it off. An idiot says what? is what people should be saying before everyone says what I'm done. Well, and it's funny you say that because it was recently NWA returned to some studio tapings. I just found that sometimes people in the audience could just be so disruptive. And it's kind of akin to the whole what thing where Mm. the wrestler would come out and they'd start talking. And I understand like heckling them before they get to the mic and, you know, they'll have fun with it. But when they've started their promo, and these people are still yelling at them and they have to stop mid promo to yell back and put these people in their place. Yeah. Some, some can do it and they'll recover. Okay. But yeah, some, and yeah, it's a learning thing and it's a training thing, but it throws them right off. And that affects me as a viewer. I don't care what the idiot in the, in the audience is saying. I care what the person on the mic is saying. So yeah. just shut up. Your job is there to like to cheer and to boo. Those are your two roles as a, fan, a wrestling fan. It's not a stand-up comedy show, but even at a stand-up comedy show, shut the hell up. You're not supposed to be heckling the performer. Like people yeah. that heckle are idiots. I can't stand them. And you you don't go to a live play and heckle the actors. Like you don't. You'll get thrown out of the play. So exactly. like wrestling is no different. These people are trying to perform. They're trying to 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 put on a, a, a quite often a passionate display when they're doing a promo. That, you know they're trying to delve deep inside they don't need you wrecking it you know we, we would go Breaking see glam train of thought in vancouver we'd go see glam slam this tiny little wonderful indie show in front of you know 150 people and you'd always see this group of usually dudes in a corner and and you'd from right away be like oh these are gonna be those guys that they they think they're part of the show like they want they'll they'll say one funny thing that gets a reaction from the other people in the crowd and then the rest of the show they're the comedians all the time interrupting everything you're trying not, to recreate that one moment yeah and like you're not in the ring you're not a wrestler shut up you're literally ruining it for them and for us so yeah you yeah. said your one funny thing the crowd laughed take your moment as a victory yeah and shut up tap yeah. it out uh my tap outs are a couple nwa performers uh i call Call him tragic Jake dumbass. He's <laughs> he's improved. I will say he's improved. I, I'm just not a oh, fan yeah. of the kind of magical bastard character. And yeah. He's an okay wrestler, but I don't know. The whole shtick is just kind of old. But hey, at least he's got kind of sort of proper ring gear now. He's not just wrestling. His gear is a lot day. better. And he's got a partner, so he's got someone to, to play off of now, which is good. Yeah. And he's got the 
And he's got the best manager in the NWA. Yes, she, he does. She she cracks me up. So. CJ makes me laugh. <laughs> CJ's the best. <laughs> and the other, I know I've ranted about him before, but every time he gets on a mic, I I think why 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 it's my favorite. I look for I look forward to you ranting about him every week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why you put a mic in front of bulletproof troop. Like when you've got your manager that says everything you need to, because Chris Silvio Esquire is really good. He's very well spoken. He does exactly what he needs to do. And he gets under your skin, which is what he's supposed to do. And then it's like, what do you have to say, bulletproof troop? Rap, snap, dap, lap, burp. And it's like, <laughs> just shut the fuck up. You're a meathead. Just enough already. Like he he irritates the fuck out of me. Like, I don't like his gimmick of like yep. an MMA fighter. I don't like, yeah, it's just nothing about him works for me. He's probably somebody's favorite wrestler out there, but he is not mine. That's the beauty of this subjective art form, Paul, is that we all love someone that everyone else hates, and then we all hate someone that somebody else loves. Like you with the fixers and me with the fixers. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, those are are my two tap outs. Just mild tap outs, just more annoyances than anything. So, Okay, well, it's time to wrap things up. Huge thanks to all the listeners that joined us this week. Don't forget to subscribe and download the episode in your podcast app of choice. Every little bit helps us. Uh, Spotify users, you can now interact directly with the podcast in-app as we add Q&As and polls for every episode, so check those out. And we even try and read out your responses, so let us have them. And you can now reach the podcast on Instagram at Murder Gymnastics Pod. I try and post daily, so pop on over fun memes, pics, and videos. And of course, Paul, if people got nothing going on, what should they do? Go watch some wrestling. Yeah!